had oh, something to say. Oh, fucking Jordan Peterson. He fucking annoys the shit out of me. The idea, he says. Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Guys, we have no more patrons. <laughs> no, kidding. So we have no more new patrons. Yeah. So if you guys are interested in becoming a new Patre- Patreon supporter, then head over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. The link is in the show notes or description. And you get a little shout out at the beginning mm-hmm. of the show. If you uh, decide to support us for as little as $3 a month. And what do they get, Daniel? Oh, so many good things. <laughs> okay. You guys, you get a, 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 you get access to all of our exclusive episodes that we do. Guys, we do an exclusive episode every single month for the Patreon community. Um, we also give all, our, all of our shows are out a week early. So you get it in a little bit more of a timely fashion than everyone else else and it's all ad free content so you don't have any of those pesky ads popping up in the air um and yeah it's a great great platform for you guys to communicate with us and also you know if we are doing anything such as a trip for example (laughs) um you find out there first so there's like definitely some really good perks um speaking of trips rose yes What's what's going we, on? We are going to Thailand and Bali <gasps> for sure now because enough people signed up. So the trip, well, Bali was already like going, confirmed, yeah. but Thailand just got confirmed. Yep. So it is definitely happening, but there are still lots of spots available. Well, mm-hmm. not lots of spots, yeah. but there are still spots available. So if you guys are interested in joining us in Thailand and or Bali, the links are also in the show notes, so yep. show notes, the show notes. or description. <laughs> so make sure you check that out. Just look at the itinerary, see if it's something that's interesting to you. Mm-hmm. and join us because it'll be so much fun it's gonna be a good time guys uh-huh. we're both gonna be there Woo-woo! it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be just get ready for us because yeah. i don't know if you're prepared we're a lot to handle <laughs> on a good day so uh, yeah but th- don't worry there'll be other people they can like interact with mm. if you need a break from this exactly exactly anyways yeah all right guys so, so shall we jump in oh god okay guys we, shall. we have a lot to discuss we have Firstly, so much to talk about we gotta <laughs> Oh. We got a lot of, I don't know if it was a lot, but we no. got some backlash yeah. over the last episode. No, it was the second last episode. Second last episode, yeah, yeah. Whatever went public last week. Yeah. So um, basically the discussion, I mean, we kind of knew we would get some level of backlash. Just because, okay. <laughs> Let- what are we talking about? Anytime we talk about... Obesity. Obesity, anything to do with obesity... It's, it's like now in today's society, it's become this like polarized topic yes, it is. where it's like, it's, it's very like taboo to talk about or not even taboo, but it's like, you're just automatically fat phobic. Like right. that, that just becomes the, the, the term to use. Yeah. So anyway, sorry, I, I cut you off, but no, that's what we're that's, talking about. That's what we're talking about because yeah. basically we talked about the uh, interview with this obesity doctor yeah. um, or somebody like that does. right? Sure. Yeah. Here, I'll pull it up. Yeah. Um, so her name is Dr. Where is she? Fatima Cody Stanford. Yeah. She got all kinds of letters after her name. She got an MD, MPF, MBA. So she is basically, so she went on 60 Minutes and um, I couldn't find the proper clips, but I did, I have seen a few of 
like basically what she says. Yeah. Like the few clips where basically she says that obesity is mostly genetic. Yeah. Like majority of the time is genetic. Yeah. And that was like the main comment that she made and saying that uh, that means that if you have like, I don't know, obese parents, you're much more likely to or like, I don't know what percentage it was. Yeah. But like you're so much more likely to become obese, even with the combination of healthy diet, exercise and sleep. Yeah. So that's the the thing is people can agree that, the you know, obesity is not a. Uh, simple t- concept. Okay, exactly. it's a very complicated issue, mm-hmm. but I think the biggest problem that not only us but a lot of people had was the whole, even with the addition of healthy diet, lifestyle, exactly, you know, exercise, all yeah. of that. So that's what we like talked about, and yeah. we basically said it was bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, maybe, and, and maybe- guys, we're doubling down. <laughs> you know, we love you. We, love when people double. I down. love, and now we get to double down. Oh God! <laughs> and we get to double down hard because oh, God. guys. I, I don't want to give away too much, but predictions that were made, because I, I had made some predictions, remember, on the last episode? <laughs> they came, they, they, the, well, we still don't know if that it's was still the motive. speculation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it's very in line with what other people are talking about. So, like, that also, like, Rose sent me a text and I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> and anyway. So, what, okay. I think, I think, I think one thing that I wanted to, like, say about all this, though, is make clear. make clear, I guess, is, of course, like, we obviously take all of your, like, comments and things yes. into consideration. And like, we do we, appreciate a healthy disagreement of and dialogue, course. for sure. 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like we've said from day one when we started mm-hmm. this podcast, come to us with a good argument, with mm-hmm. some good examples, and actually, we will listen to you. You know what I mean? Like, we'll have that, yeah. that dialogue or those conversations. One thing that throughout, like, and we've done so many episodes about, like, right. you know, various different topics and everything else, and one thing that does happen to, we do to discuss quite a bit is, is obesity mm-hmm. because it is a it, it is a huge it concern is a huge topic and it, yeah it's a huge topic you know no pun intended, no pun intended. <laughs> People, we're, gonna get, we're gonna get canceled oh, for God. that um but but all jokes aside guys like we have said from day one, you know, when people are saying, you know, we're being fat phobic or we're being all of this, it's like, um, we never said that, for example, like I what am I trying to say here? I, both of us have never been like, you know what body, cause body positivity, for example, what I'm trying to say is I can't, Wait, e- you could say it. Daniel. I know. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out the words. So like, as like, in, we're not trying to shame people for their body size. Exactly. In fact, even in that previous episode, we've said so many times that I personally do not actually think that it's an individual's fault necessarily. Yeah. It's mostly a societal problem Mm -hmm. and a societal issue. Yeah. Right. So it's yes, of course, there's some level of individual, you know, responsibility. Of course. But I'm definitely not on the camp of blaming people or calling people lazy or gluttonous because there's like, again, obesity is complicated Mm -hmm. and it is more of a systemic problem than it is an individual problem. Exactly. So I'm not for shaming people for you know being obese or gaining mm-hmm. weight or anything like that because like, literally i said in the last episode that it's like it's actually so hard not to yeah in today's day and age and, and this that's is the a truth systemic problem exactly because mm-hmm. like think about it and, and rose made a really good point like for us like we literally have to <laughs> actively work every single day to not gain weight like that's the society that we're in yeah it, seriously. like literally that's what it is right mm-hmm. like and i think i think the thing that like frustrates me is like people are 
not listening to what like what what we're, what yes. the point we're, that we're making yes and we're, again our words are getting misconstrued exactly like. there's two concepts here guys right mm-hmm. like the concept one is about body positivity and i think that concept and this is this is just in my mind how i've broken it down in that concept i don't think that anyone should feel bad about themselves because of their size yeah. i don't think anyone should be treated differently in society because of their size yes. those are two really strong feelings that i have i don't think anybody regardless of size gender sexuality race should not be treated differently. We yes. should all be feel positive in the skin that we're in. That being said, on the flip side, I do not condone and I don't think it's healthy for us as a society to be not acknowledging the fact that obesity does bring health risks. Yes. And that's 100% undeniable. It's factual. Exactly. So like... Even th- this doctor would say it. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. And I think mm-hmm. that, that that's that's where people... I, I, I think there's some... Not confusion, but people yeah. are taking us saying that, you know, we don't think it's a healthy... It's healthy to be that size because it's not. <laughs> there's a lot of health problems that come with mm-hmm. it. Um, and they're taking that as us being not body positive and yes. not saying, and Those these are, are very different and things. they're two different things, guys. Yeah. Like it, at least from my perspective, yes. they are. Yeah. Like seriously. Anyway, so that's what we wanted to clear up. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing we want to clear Rant up. Rant over. Yeah. And then some people commenting, like sometimes when we talk about how like obesity is unhealthy, mm-hmm. some people misconstrue that and think that we're saying that being skinny is healthy. That Whoa, is that's not another good point. Yeah. That is not what we were saying at all. I've mm-hmm. never said that. I've never believed that. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as like because you're skinny, you're automatically healthy. Those two things, like you don't just because I say obesity is unhealthy, and we're talking about like morbid obesity here. We're not yeah. talking about like a, a little bit overweight, like exactly. I'm sure you know everything we do comes with health risks. But yeah. when we're talking about morbid obesity, that is basically like proven to be unhealthy, right? Exactly. Well, and there's there's people like to that point though, like super skinny people. There's also exactly. there's also people that look from the outside exactly. like have amazing bodies and, and are they're super unhealthy. unhealthy. So I fully do not agree that that's not what we're saying when we talk about obesity being unhealthy. Exactly. So obviously we don't mean that the opposite is like as in being skinny is healthy. healthy. That's not what we're yeah. saying at all. So anyways, yeah. So, let's dive in a little bit oh. deeper into this <laughs> because one of the things, again, this is just still kind of speculation, although it is out there. Yeah. So the, one of the things that Daniel said was mm-hmm. that this is this is a doctor, the, the doctor that said that obesity is basically genetic, even with health and lifestyle factors or yeah. healthy lifestyle, they may still be obese, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Which, okay. which It doesn't make a difference. It, which actually, just to stop on that just for mm-hmm. two seconds, I, I think somebody commented in our in our comments yeah. about this. And, and, and they were like, hey, you're right. Like some of the points that we're saying about how mm-hmm. it also takes away from people that were obese, That's that lost exactly. weight by me, by working out and doing all these things. It discredits what they did. Exactly. So it's like, how do you explain that in that yeah. situation? If it's just genetics, how can somebody that's ob- overweight mm-hmm. all of a sudden ch- drastically change their life? Like start working out, start like, you know. Yeah. Or if they were doing it before, doing it more, watching what they're eating. And all of a sudden they lose 100 exactly. pounds. The how thing, do you explain yeah. it? And I think it's frustrating because this is a, I'm sure it's very, I mean, I'm not a researcher or a scientist, mm. but I ha, I can imagine this is a very difficult topic to research and do like a really good study on. Because yeah. the reason why I say this is because it's not like you can take somebody away. Like, I feel like you can't just like take people away from their environment yeah. and 
you know, force them to eat a certain number of, you know what I mean? Like, mm. cause like you stuffed, like, even if you do like observational studies or whatever the fuck they're called, where they yeah. like, you know, they observe you over time, the, you're still given the free reign to do whatever you want. And a lot of times it's self-reported data. Yeah. And like, especially something that you eat, unless you have somebody supervising you the entire time, watching mm-hmm. everything you're eating, you know, we have to rely on people reporting whatever they're eating. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but self-reported data <laughs> is not reliable heavily flawed and one thing that the doctor said after Mm -hmm. she said the whole obesity thing the main thing that got her kind of in trouble yeah one thing that she said which like really gave me like i was like oh my god was that basically she said that doctors i'm trying to let's see if i can find a direct quote i saw something similar okay Okay. and and i've seen it a few times the clip basically she said doctors don't know how to treat obesity Mm. because they have patients that will come up to them and say i'm eating healthy i'm exercising i'm doing everything right but why am i not losing weight stuff like this and then she immediately says well doctors will immediately say well like i don't believe you um what do you mean and like you know i don't believe you i don't think you are eating healthy i don't think you are eating you know Mm. what i mean so and then she's immediately saying that the doctor should like my perspective is I'm sure that there like 100% there is like weight stigma in the medical field. I'm yeah. sure there are doctors, plenty of doctors that also a don't know how to deal with obesity for sure. Yeah. And secondly, I'm sure there are doctors that are very judgmental toward their clients that are obese. But at the same time, I also think that it is naive at best to believe anyone that just says I eat a healthy diet, I follow, you know what I mean? Everyone not maybe not everyone, but like almost everyone lies at the doctors. Okay. And even if they're not deliberately lying, they don't actually know how much they're eating, how many calories everything is. Nobody fucking people do not know. Case in point, my shock (laughs) last year when I thought, you know, I did eat quite a bit of Panago, you know, I'm like, "Mm." if I had to, if I had to self report that, I would have said, you know, (laughs) one or two a month. (laughs) Turns out it was like five. (laughs) Like, exactly. You don't and, like, like it's hard to keep not, track. Exactly. And like t- there's how many people do we know that say, oh, like and again, like this is them probably thinking this is me trying. But again, like we say, this environment, our world, it's very difficult. Yeah. You walk into a grocery store, it's aisles and aisles and aisles of processed sugary stuff. Yeah. So of course we're gonna overeat it because yeah. it's there and it's addictive and it's very high in calories and it's not as big in volume. Yeah. So it's very easy to overeat. Um, and again, we're not talking about volume. We're talking about overeat calories because these are very calorie dense foods. Mm-hmm. Anyways, people do not know. In fact, I saw this like random show. I saw clips of it mm-hmm. where it's basically like people that are like overweight or obese. And then they basically guess they're like, I don't understand why I'm obese. Right. They're mm-hmm. like, it's basically like these people that are like, I do everything right. I exercise. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I eat really healthy. I try not to put oil in my, you know, fish and you know, yeah. whatever, all this shit. And then they like, watch them yeah so like one of the like one of them was like i think i think it was like two sisters and they were basically like if i had to guess i probably eat like they weren't like super big but they were like a little bit you know overweight yeah and they were like if i had to guess i probably eat like 1200 calories a day first of all i immediately i'm like that's bullshit yeah 1200 calories is nothing i could not survive off 1200 calories a day let me tell you okay it's nothing okay i burn more than that just by existing probably okay so already i know that that's bullshit because again you would also know like you couldn't like, unless you were super tiny, mm. you couldn't just accidentally eat 1,200 calories a day. You know what I'm saying? You'd have to be really trying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, like, if it's a day that you're, like, really tired and exactly. you barely eat. Exactly. Even then, I can eat more than 1,200. Yeah. Let me trust. By lunch, I've eaten 1,200 calories. Yeah. Okay? By breakfast, for sure. <laughs> and then later, they, like, watched what they were actually eating. Mm. Turns out they were eating, like, three, 4,000 calories a day. Yeah. So, self-reported. When people say, like, 
and again it's not to shame people yeah it's definitely not okay it's but it, I, I think it's also because like you it's so hard to remember what you've had uh, exactly so again like, exactly so, yeah. so i'm not shaming people yeah but what we don't know like we mm. do not actually know how much we're eating yeah and just because we say just because a patient says i'm exercising i'm doing everything right yeah does not mean that that is what they are doing it's like it's <laughs> like honestly guys and we're all i feel like we're all to blame for this i one one i don't track my calories right but there was a little period of time a short period of time where yeah. i did oh you, you did yeah and i used my fitness pal and but i was even, tracking even when you track it's hard yeah. to track exactly because I, I remember the day that i was going to start tracking it yeah I was in London and my friend was like obsessed with my fitness pal. Mm. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to track. And I was like trying to figure out what I ate that day. And I was like, you yeah. You have to go do it while you're eating. Exactly. Otherwise it's really hard. Exactly. Yeah. And, and then there was a couple days later, like I did it at the end of the day. Yeah. And I would be like filling my stuff in. And then my, my roommate who maybe we went for brunch that day sure. or, or something. And I ate something in front of her. I forgot yeah. it. She'd be like, yeah, but you also had this. <laughs> And you also, and I'm like, oh yeah, shit, yeah, I'll add that. Oh yeah, shit, I had that as well. And like, you just forget about it, and exactly. that's in the same day. I know. So it's like, it, it, honestly, it's, it's very so hard. hard to track. So yeah. like, people do not know. Trust me when I say people do not know. Mm. Um, so that's already. So to me, the fact that she said that to me is like, okay, you don't understand that people. So I'm like, where where are you getting the data then that mm. it's not? It's fully genetic, and it's nothing to do with lifestyle. Because yeah. I so like so my previous point was that. It is very hard to probably study like whether it's genetics and or or lifestyle yeah. because you can't forcibly take somebody into like a cell and like feed them. You know, they're not rats in an yeah. experiment. You can feed them a certain amount of calories and watch them as they exercise. You know what I mean? Mm. They're living their life like a normal person. And maybe yeah. maybe they're throwing in some, you know, data like their personal reported data or whatever. Yeah. But we're only going off of that. So just because somebody tells you that they're eating healthy and exercising does not mean that that is exactly what they're doing. And again, exactly. I'm not saying that's and but there are genetic components in that, for example. Sorry, mm. I'm like going on about this. Yeah. But like, there are genetic components in that, for example, like, yeah, like, for example, I don't know, like your your genetics could be that you have more of like uh, the hunger hormone or something yeah. or, you know, you have a higher appetite or that you you don't Slower burn metabolism. as much. Exactly. There are yeah. cases like this, but like you wouldn't be able to become 400 pounds off of, you know, that genetic. off of eating 1200 calories. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, it is genetic that maybe you were, you were genetically prone to eating a lot or mm. you're genetic, like you're more likely to crave certain foods. Like there's so many yeah. factors. Or, or right? it could even be like, honestly, Rose, it could even be like, I look at my life, for example, and there has yeah. been periods of time in my life where I've definitely overconsumed right like calories and everything and I used to be really skinny yeah and like I used to work at a bakery and I would eat so much shit right. <laughs> like and I literally would eat like so much yeah. and like I was I'm, I was lucky and fortunate like part of it was genetics you know that I was not able to like put on as much weight or were you moving around a lot more yeah. and not realizing like, that's true it again could be that too. we don't know it's, it's hard to like again it's hard to yeah. self-report but I think like um there's something to be said that like yeah like a certain amount because I also do walk a lot like I'm, yeah. I walk more than the average person probably and I think that helps right yeah. like doing things like this like little things like um, doing that and if you're not doing those things then you probably will put on weight that's the thing it's like okay and another factor is one thing I do want to say is that again it because it's so hard to actually like watch people make sure they're eating is because that the only way to find out if it's fully genetic yeah. is if you fully control how much someone is eating yeah. and fully control how much they're exercising. Mm. And if they don't lose any weight at all in that controlled circumstance, yeah. then sure. So here's, here's actually, here's a, again, I'm not 
promoting this. I think it's extremely <laughs> unhealthy, guys. It's not a good thing. But you know that show that they used to have? The Biggest Loser? Exactly. They still ha- do, do they still have it? I don't know. I haven't watched it okay, in years. Okay, for some reason. So I randomly have cable, which I like never watch. Yeah. But for some reason, it's like on... Whenever I turn it on, it's on that channel. Mm. And it's, I feel like it's like a channel that just like keeps playing The Biggest Loser. Yeah. I don't watch it because I think it's a garbage fucking show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, continue. But what I was going to say about this is it really actually rein- it reinforces your yes. point. Because the point is, if it was entirely genetic and you had no control... And, it, and, and The Biggest Loser is kind of treating everyone as rats, putting them in this experiment, right? And every An single extreme person, experiment, extreme, which and nobody it, should ever do. It's not good, guys. I'm not yeah. saying you should do this at all, or any. It's also like not sustainable. They all gain the weight back and more. Exactly, but this is just showing you that if it yeah. was genetic and had nothing to do with lifestyle factors, yeah. Yeah. then nobody would lose weight on that show. Yeah, like exactly. it would be. It would be like even if they reduced their calorie intake, exactly. they were working all the time. They would stay the exact same weight the entire exactly. time. Exactly, and you, we all know yes. that doesn't happen. Exactly, and they all lose weight. But the problem, see, with, with the problem with that show is that they go back into society, yeah. and it really it, that also fucks up their metabolism and like. Like really fucks them over because they did it so drastically mm-hmm. that their body just like completely goes off the rails. Yeah. And a lot of them end up gaining all the weight. So this is an example of like, it's, it's going to be so hard to lose that weight because yeah. they gain all of it back. And then it's like their body is used to eating a certain amount. I don't know. It's, it's all yeah. fucked up. So again, it's a complicated topic. Yeah. Um, but, but we're not, sh- again, guys, we're not shaming we're not anyone on it. for it's, this. But the problem is when we say it's genetic, and say it has not. And here's the thing: until we have a society where we are actually eating healthy mm. and not relying on, like we're we're not eating healthy at all, right? Like mm. there's there's literally garbage food everywhere. And again, I'm not sh- like I love to eat garbage food too. Yeah. But obviously, it's a problem, right? Yeah. Like it's everywhere. There's McDonald's in every corner. Everybody Burger drives everywhere. No one walks, walks anymore. So we can't be saying it's not lifestyle when we we have no like actual proof that mm. our lifestyle is at all remotely healthy well here's a good example guys a perfect <laughs> not a good example but think r- fast forward or rewind back like maybe 60 years before like the huge explosion of oh fast God. food and how much obesity was there? i looked it up yeah okay i this is what i wanted to discuss okay, i damn. looked it up in 1975 now i'm gonna give you a, like let me i think i did a screenshot because okay. i was like what the fuck yeah it's actually shocking yeah so in 1975 um, and this was, so they showed like a chart of 1975 to yeah. 2016. Okay. So that's like what? Not even 50 years. Yeah. It's, okay. It's like not even 50 years. Yeah. And the obesity rate, my friends, it's actually like disgustingly mm-hmm. weird. Like, I can't believe, hold on. Let me, Oh, I don't know if I did it. Okay. But I remember the numbers cause I was like, holy fucking, Oh no, here it is. So 1975, the obesity rate in America was like about 12%. Okay. 12%. Okay. And then I cannot believe this. And then the obesity rate in 2016, again, not even 50 years after mm-hmm. 30 plus 35%. So over 35%. Yeah. You so guys, it's, it's literally basically tripled. Yeah. And you, you guys, again, if nothing else changed in our lifestyle and it tripled like that, we can have a discussion. Yeah. But it, it did change. So we can clearly see like, it's not it's not a mystery. No. Okay? It's much higher calorie intake. Yeah. People being more, more sedentary. I look at even my, look at my, I like speaking with my grandparents and my grandparents' generation, right? Right. When they were growing up, first of all, they had some fast food, but it wasn't yeah. like it is now where it's like every fucking where. Yeah. So it was like a big treat. They would go like once in a blue moon yeah. to get like a burger from the local yeah. burger place, exactly. you know, and it wasn't McDonald's yeah. either. 
And they, I mean, I'm not even sure if McDonald's was around back then. It might have been, but it wasn't like it is now. And yeah. it was a treat thing. And they were like very like careful, like not careful, but like also they yeah. were like. And it, also the portions were probably the smaller. The portions were smaller. Yeah. A lot of people were like biking and walking everywhere. Exactly. Like it was a very different time. It was a different time. And again, we're not blaming people for having like, a different Kids were playing style. outside. The, this, exactly. the video games weren't around. Yes. So like. So when we talk about this, like we're talking about it as if it is a societal problem, which mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. So we cannot like ignore that this is a big problem. And yeah. one thing that I really wanted to talk about, this was crazy. Okay. So there's a country. So there's like, have you ever looked up like the most obese country uh, countries in the world? I haven't. So no. a lot of them are these like islands. Have you heard of this? Uh, have you heard of this? No. So a lot of them are these like random little islands, like Island countries that you haven't even heard of. Okay. Mm-hmm. And one of them. So the most obese country in the world is this small Island. I think I pulled it up here. It's called Nauru. I don't know if I'm saying it right, guys. I'm sorry. Nauru. I don't know. So it is uh, basically, it's a small uh, island country. I think it's near like Australia and New Zealand, that area. Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, (laughs) it's insane. So the World Health Organization estimated that 94.5% of Nauruans were were identified as overweight and obese. And an obesity rate was 71.7%. You guys... And the reason it's like, again, it is very obvious what happened in this situation because it's like yeah. a small population. So you can yeah. almost see like the changes. Yeah. So multiple factors uh, that contributed to the obesity. First of all, there's a picture here of the Nauruans in 1914, which yeah. again was about what, I don't know, 100 years ago. Yeah. And they all look not obese. No. <laughs> okay. They're very like, they're quite fit. skinny. They're quite fit actually. Yeah. Um, and then, so anyways, from the 1980s, Naroons led a sedentary lifestyle with an unhealthy diet contributing to the worst, worst health conditions in the Pacific region. And one of the problems was that historically they were eating like fish and, you know, Fruits. fruit and just like, you know, living off of the land. Okay. Yeah. And then they gained independence in 1968 due to an increase in economic growth, yeah. a.k.a. what, Daniel? Capitalism. Yep. Uh, (laughs) From mining activities. They garnered profits that were distributed among the citizens, leading to an outflux in citizen labor. And then the government stated that the import of Western food significantly reduced the existing culture of fishing and gardening, which led to mineral depletion and economic downturn of the nation. So now 90% approximately of the land area is covered Mm. with phosphate deposits. Yeah. With the majority strip mined and non-arable. So, aka, like, they can't even grow their own food anymore. Because they've damaged the land. Because they've damaged the land. And now they are relying on processed food that are that are being imported from countries like Australia mm. and New Zealand. Yeah. Which basically is just high in sugar and high in fat. Yeah. So, this is a perfect example of you cannot blame people yeah. for being overweight. Of course. But it is the environment, 100 thousand percent of which they're in exactly because mm-hmm. imagine this is why i'm saying it's like the environment is so important it's like yeah. you're living in this island it's an island nation where else are they going to get the food other yeah. than fishing and gardening or whatever other than imports i have actually heard this before that a lot yes. of these like independent like it's kind of like small so islands yeah. there's a lot of they have a generally do have a higher rate, yes. rate of obesity. and only in the last like few decades yeah so anyways um Basically, guys, <laughs> moral of the story is we do not blame individuals. Yeah. I don't. Again, there is there's always a balance between individual like responsibility. I do of feel course. like depending on your circumstance, obviously. Yeah. But also societal factors. And I do believe obesity is a society wide issue. Yeah. It's a big problem. Huge. Not just in North America now. It's all over the world. Global. Okay. And it is unhealthy. I'm not going to deny this ever. Mm. Just like we said, drinking alcohol is unhealthy. I'm not trying to 
shame people because yeah. I still drink alcohol. But exactly. I, apparently, we're not allowed to drink any at all. I know. We've already passed our limit of two drinks God a damn. week. Oh, goddamn. Because <laughs> we had one yesterday. Oh, yeah, we had one yesterday. We had two on Tuesday. So we're done. We're done. <laughs> we're over the limit, guys. So again, like we shouldn't deny that it's unhealthy to be drinking a lot. And yeah. it's also unhealthy to put on so much excess weight. Okay. So that's our belief. Mm-hmm. Um, and Should we read the tweet from... from oh, yes. Okay. We, we have to talk about the cigar Oh, my tweet. God. We didn't even yeah. talk about this part. No. Oh, my God. Sorry. We, got, we went on and on. So, so we went on a tangent, guys. So one of the things that Daniel um, basically like predicted yeah. was that this doctor... Yeah. Uh, was a, um, ah, yeah. okay. So the prediction that Daniel had was that the doctor, uh, does like obesity medicine. Well, it's because okay. it's because <laughs> when they, when this story broke and everyone was talking about it and Joe Rogan was talking about it and everyone was talking about mm-hmm. it. I did see that that this doctor's like I can't remember if it was like in her title or something, but I saw that she was involved with the you know maybe research or manufacturing or she's involved in some way, shape, or form in yeah. um, drug production, mm-hmm. like pharmaceutical production that is for weight loss medication. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's kind of it is kind of um, uh, suspicious. Suspicious. Thank <laughs> you. That was the word I was looking yeah. for. I can't even talk today. Um, it was kind of suspicious that the that somebody. It would be like me. Like <laughs> let's let's say I was selling this type of tea, and I was like, you know what? I have found through extensive research <laughs> that this tea is clinically proven to like do X Y Z. Like I'm like, but but a little bit obviously less like direct. But like the fact that she's saying, you know, oh, it's it's obesity is strictly the genetics. Yeah, you can't do anything. You health and she's literally saying like no. eating healthy, exercising. She's almost like planting it in people's head that their only option, right. because it's genetic, and she's not saying that it's medication. good to be obese, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's like her so only, then, yeah. Turns out she did. She did take quite a bit of money, mm-hmm. not crazy amounts. Yeah. So you know, basically, she took. Let's see, she got paid from one of the uh, makers of a prescription of sem- semaglutide. <laughs> Sorry, I'm probably saying that totally wrong. Yeah. Um, it's a weight loss drug. Okay, and um, they paid her a total of let's see. Uh, $25,000 for a consulting fee mm-hmm. and then basically all this money. So basically over $30,000 and just in 2021 alone, yeah. she made quite a bit of money from yeah. from these pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. And that's like probably on top of her regular job. Exactly. Right. Like she's doing consulting so work for them and stuff. making and money and affiliated with weight loss drug companies exactly. and which begs to question mm-hmm. does that i'm sorry and especially in america yeah you know it does you know you know <laughs> and i'm gonna say another controversial thing guys mm-hmm. what oh god so that was my first prediction right so uh-huh. we, that first prediction and was we, we all know daniel loves a weight loss drug i well you know <laughs> um so that was my first one it's kind of seeming suspicious suspicious i mean these amounts again they're not crazy it looks like she made like maybe 40 grand ish but she was a consultant for them so exactly. it's like how can you turn around and say oh you have to just change your lifestyle because you know yeah no no it's no matter what you do with your lifestyle yeah. oh my god even if you work out or do anything it's genetic, so you have I to take this drug. Just, I still can't. Uh-huh. But 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 what I was gonna say is these payments don't seem crazy, but these are only the payments that we technically know about, right? Or that are Damn, disclosed. What would be your controversial opinion? So my controversial <laughs> again, guys, this is this is very speculative. None of this has been proven. I'm talking bullshit right now. So you're thinking there's more. But I'm thinking, I mean, how many You'd payments? Be a conspiracy theorist. How many payments can go behind closed doors? Like you know what I mean? Like somebody could wire right. some money or do okay, something, damn, you know. Damn, so we don't know. Cheeky. 
I'm being cheeky. We don't know. Anyway, guys. Oh God, we've been too too tainted by uh. We have by but, too many things. No, but but all that aside, guys. I mean, it is obvious she has been paid by a few of these different places. Yes. So it does represent at least a conflict of interest. Yes. Right. Yes. That's and the main. They thing. did not apparently. Sixty Minutes did not disclose. Uh, you know that this that. She made money. That she made money. Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, that's interesting. That is. It's interesting. So anyways, we, uh, (laughs) so we stand by what we said. Exactly. We double down guys. (laughs) We double down. Um, hopefully what we said makes sense. Yeah. You know, again, I'm happy to be proven wrong, Mm -hmm. but I can't be proven wrong in a world where we all eat unhealthy to some level. Exactly. I'm sorry, but we do. So like until you, Mm. you know, actually have people being tried as a, lab rat you know you can't fully take someone out of their environment Mm. or unless you fully watch what they're eating 24 7 7 days a week for 30 you know for an entire year exactly and if they lose no weight at all then possibly and guys there's something called the law of thermodynamics people calories in versus calories out it is a science it has not been disproven so mm-hmm. again, there are things that there are many, many factors that impact mm-hmm. calories in or calories out, depending on your, you know, genetics, a lot of different things, yeah. but that's still the science. Yeah. So if you're eating, you know, a thousand calories a day, there's no way you're going to be morbidly obese. And that will be the end of my statement. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Rose, for the end of your statement. And guys, again, I'm going to get some hate for this, oh God. but can somebody please explain to me in the comment section? Okay. I'm, oh I'm wanting them to You're gonna be how us equating that and, and stating that obesity isn't healthy. Yeah. You know, that it's not good. Not that it's not yeah. healthy. That it's, it brings health but, risks. Yes. Many health risks. Many health risks yeah. is equating to us being fat phobic. Mm-hmm. The two, again, Yes, especially since we don't blame individuals. For exactly. This, you know, like, we do think is... it's a complicated topic. Exactly. It's difficult. Yeah. Anyways, hopefully we made ourselves clear. Yeah. And we're um, still gonna get some hate for it. I know. Yes, it. Yeah. but They're you know what? Like, Fifth episode of you talking <laughs> shit. I'm like, yeah, it is, and we're doubling down. Okay. You know what? We might have to triple down next week. We'll see what happens. I got the read receipts. <laughs> <laughs> I got them. Oh, okay. So we gotta talk about some kind of local news. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. ooh what the fuck? Okay. So I saw this on TikTok and I was like, oh my God, we have to talk about this because it it relates to a lot of what we've talked about before when it comes to car dependent culture Mm -hmm. and North American cities that are suburban hellscapes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, so we live in Calgary, which is in Alberta in Mm -hmm. Canada. And there's a city called Edmonton in our province. Okay. Edmonton is north of us and it is technically our province's capital it is yes. yeah, yeah and um, it's a bit of a smaller city than we are but not much they're pretty much the same size like, it's, it's almost i think they have like smaller. a 750 anyway yeah, yeah. Well, it's a little bit smaller but not that much yeah and um basically it's an interesting city because our province is very conservative but edmonton is like the one little city mm. that is like a lot more li- liberal yeah. and left-leaning so it's like one of those like places that you know, it's like the whole, like in America, like the whole state being like super conservative, but mm-hmm. there's like one city that's like progressive. Yeah. So Edmonton is kind of like, you know, weirdly slightly, you know, quite left wing. Yeah. Anyways. So I guess I think the reason why this is happening in Edmonton is because they're the one kind of progressive ish city. Yeah. Uh, basically what happened is I guess the city of Edmonton um, proposed something called a 15 minute city. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 
Basically, many urban planners are looking for ways to help city dwellers become less dependent on cars. Yeah. One way to do this, they say, is by keeping the essentials for daily life, such as entertainment, shopping, green space, work, and school close to home. Mm. This is where the concept 15-minute city comes from. And apparently, this is a very normal uh, term that's okay. used in urban planning. Okay. Um, it's just a term to kind of describe, you know, the idea of like living in a little, like living in your home and then being able to go anywhere within 15 minutes, kind yeah. of like the bare essentials, right? Yeah, Obviously yeah. not everything um so that's where it comes from and so i guess people in edmonton like urban planners and you know city planners yeah. are suggesting that edmonton should maybe have you know or go into the concept of 15 minute like city plan, plan their communities exactly around because right yeah. now what's happening in most places in north america is like and especially in our city yeah is there's no fucking such thing as a 15 minute city most of our neighborhoods they don't even allow businesses to be built in yeah. that area and everyone is so many people are relying on cars which we mm -hmm. always complain about and you have to like drive like 20 minutes just to get to anywhere exactly you and, know and what they'll do in a lot of these new communities is they will have businesses but it'll be in like a central like business yes. district area and, and it's just like in a car like it's a huge yeah. car park. it's a huge car park it's like with a bunch of stores it's really not pedestrian friendly like even when you get out of your car you're like dodging cars to get to the store <laughs> yes. you know like it's not a, a, a fun place to be and a lot of these places, unless you live right next to this central business district, like you literally, there's no way that you could even walk there in 15 yeah, minutes. Exactly. Like I, I Googled, like one of my friends bought this house. This was a <laughs> long time ago and they lived like really far South. Yeah. And I Googled, like, I was like, just out of curiosity, if I lived there, like, not that I was going to live there, but like, yeah. where would be my closest coffee, coffee shop, shop that I could walk to? First of all, it was a Starbucks. Of course it was. Yeah, that was the only <laughs> coffee shop in the area. No local coffee shops, no nothing. Nope. There was Tim Hortons and Starbucks. That's it. And that's another problem with these these, yes. these central business districts. It's all chains. So you'll just get this this area with just a massive parking lot yeah. with It'll all like chains. It'll be like a Costco, a Walmart, yep. Costco, a Starbucks, Walmart. Tim Hortons, you know. Yeah, all of that stuff. So anyway, the Starbucks and I googled and I think it was <laughs> I think it was a 35 minute walk. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and I was thinking I like it's insane like and, and and on top of it a lot of these newer communities not all of them but they like they don't always have sidewalks yeah you know what i mean like you'll have like the road that goes because there's like the main road right yeah. and in the main road you like all, oftentimes there's no sidewalk mm -hmm. and if you're like european listening to this it's probably fucking you're probably like you're mind what blown. The hell? yeah so anyways and that's the norm here right so it's like you don't even know that it's like weird until maybe you go somewhere else or you even think about this topic yeah um so anyways and like the, to me for me though like i've always like my parents have like, always chosen to live close to something yeah right so like i've never lived in a place where it's like i have to drive or like walk 30 minutes to get anywhere yeah like everywhere i've lived is like walkable to something yeah um so even in this fucking city where it's you know it's <laughs> that's hard to find i know so i guess edmonton mayor um amarjeet sohi has been peddling his city's proposal to create its own 15 minute districts mm. by in his words widening sidewalks or multi-use trails that encourage walking mm. or sustainable infrastructure in communities where they may sense sounds fantastic you know, and also on a side note guys and i actually saw this i think it was on that youtube channel that i love like without i think it's without bikes. not not for bikes or something yeah, yeah something not like just this. bikes. not just bikes but they, they made a really good point and and think about your city as well like i don't know if you're in the u.s or wherever you are listening to this if you're in europe probably you don't have this issue as much as we do here but it was like why are cities like they invest so much so much money into maintaining roads, building road infrastructure, building all this other stuff. And I'm like, why? And, and that's not the only mode of transport. Like, why is it not building out and investing similar amounts of money 
in other modes of transit, like bike paths, like widening pedestrian areas, having pedestrian-only neighborhoods. Because follow the money, Daniel. I know. Follow the monies. That's uh-huh. what it, that's what it is. So basically, so it sounds great, right? Mm. But of course, we live in Alberta. <laughs> People are a little conservative, a little, and maybe a little. Not too bright. <laughs> okay, Rose. <laughs> well, not all people. Some people. Mm. And people, It this caused controversy. Really? Can you believe that this would cause controversy? I can't. I'm in shock. And it's, ac- it's actually like, it's worse than it sounds. Yeah. So it sparked controversy with mildly concerned citizens arguing that 15-minute cities will increase isolation. Explain to me how. Anyway. What the while fuck? More, how? I know. While more, because they think... First of all, they don't understand the term 15-minute cities. They're yeah. thinking like they're just dividing everything into like cities. like Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, that's not... like That's not what they're meaning at all. Yeah. It's more like a 15-minute like, district. Yeah. And like nobody is thinking like you can't, that you can't go from one city mm-hmm. to the next. Anyways. So while more zealous dissenters have imagined scenarios where citizen movement is monitored through surveillance or that people are fined for leaving their neighborhoods. Oh my God. So we got some conspiracy theorists going on. This and is so fucked. This is how I came across it on TikTok because there was a bunch of people protesting this saying like, oh, how are we going to know that we're not going to be like banned from leaving our district? What is wrong with people, guys? <laughs> I know. Like, honestly, what is wrong with people? Like, I... I you know what? And I, I think a perfect example, and obviously not all of London is like this, yeah. but I feel like London is kind of like that. They have their like yes. their hubs. So yes. every tube station pretty much that you get out of London, it's like a hub. Yes. And around there, the houses are built and whatever. And they're actually like... Ton, there's like a, like a street full yeah. of stores. And, the, and, and every... I would say so many areas, like even places that we live. We weren't in central London. We were like kind of farther out. Yeah. But everything that we needed was within about a 15 yeah. minute walk from our place. And that created... Although you probably wouldn't come to the place that we were living to like visit, like I mean, unless you knew us, because it wasn't the nicest area. It was it was up and coming. Um, <laughs> but the reason why London and a lot of these European cities have don't not so much isolation yeah. and have like this vibrance of neighborhoods is because people can walk in fifteen minutes to get places. Yeah. Like imagine if everybody in Calgary was in an area where yes. you could walk within 15 minutes. Oh my There'd God. be less traffic, more people walking around on the streets, making it yes. safer. Like I, I know. Oh, they're going to monitor us with surveillance and, and I can't leave my district. That's not what they mean. That means that close to your house, if you need to get anywhere yes. within 15 minutes, you can get to get there, go to someone else's house and it'll be the same thing. Exactly. Doesn't so mean you, can you can't go into of- other areas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> It says, these ideas, which have thoroughly been debunked as a conspiracy, Mm. have gained traction overseas. And then the Edmonton City Council is uh, the latest subject of the backlash. Yeah. Despite never saying that they plan to limit (laughs) travel between neighborhoods and clarifying that they're simply interested in creating more walkable neighborhoods, which sounds fucking fantastic. I know. It hasn't stopped people from protesting the idea and spreading misinformation. And of course, Jordan Peterson had something to say. Fucking Jordan Peterson. He fucking annoys the shit out of me. The idea, he says... He quote, a uh, quote, the idea that neighborhoods should be walkable is lovely. Is it, it Jordan? The idea that idiot tyrannical bureaucrats can decide by fiat, fiat, is it fiat? Yeah, fiat. What does that mean? It's like a car, isn't it? A fiat? <laughs> yeah, but I think he's trying to say something else. Anyway, where are you, am I stupid? <laughs> 
Anyway, where you're allowed to drive is perhaps the worst imaginable perversion of that idea. And make no mistake, it's part of a well-documented plan. Okay, first of Nobody all... Nobody is saying you're not allowed to drive. I know, this is what's so fucked up. Oh my God, you're and so And also stupid. saying... Oh, where where you're allowed to drive? I'm pretty oh sure my- right now yeah. where you're allowed to drive is it's restricted everywhere. to roads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as well, true, you yeah. they do control where you can drive because you can't fucking drive yes. everywhere. Oh my, it's so dumb. And like, I'm sorry if you go to like big cities in a lot of places, mm. they have this concept, and no, they're not allowed to not leave their neighborhood. Oh my god, they're allowed to leave their fucking neighborhood. Uh. Oh. Why wait, why are we in Alberta, Rose? Like, why are people protesting let me read this. about having a 15-minute walk to get whatever they need? I don't let, understand. Let me read this. So, protests against 15-minute cities in Edmonton. Edmonton wants to start something called 15-minute cities where you can't go to an area that is more than 15 minutes away from you. No, that's not what it is. And they've said it so many times. Limiting your movement between districts, as they call it. I think they're just so hung up on the term district. Yeah. Because they think it sounds like fucking Hunger Games or something. The reason they called it a 15-minute city is just that... It's just an urban planning term. I know. People are so stupid. You will spend 90% of your life in this 15-minute area as they are monitoring your carbon footprint, a.k.a. your actual footprint. Are you fucking kidding me? I hate our province. (laughs) Like, I really, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand why anybody would protest having everything within 15 minutes. And they're having the thing at White Avenue, which is basically like this area where there's a lot of stores and restaurants. Yeah. And probably what an urban plan planning person would describe as a 15 minute city. Exactly. In that area. Ironic. Oh my God. The irony. Yeah. Why don't you just protest in a suburb? Why? Because there's more people. In a fucking oh white hat. Oh my God. It's so frustrating. It's oh. like literally. It makes me so mad. <laughs> I know. It is literally the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard. But this is, you know what, the, you know what's the sad thing is? If they propose this in Calgary, people would do the same it, thing. Oh, they would 100% Like I, I just, I just, guys, like I please know. rationalize with me here. <laughs> Somebody in the comment section, write something that actually. Yeah. Like, but the good thing is when I was looking on the TikTok comments, of course, TikTok comments is not everything. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone was like, it's so stupid that people are like protesting this. Oh, my God. Walkable, a walkable area. What a nightmare. I know. What a terrible thing to do. Like, it's actually insane. Oh, my God. It actually. It's like, like, why do we like going to Europe? Like, have we ever questioned like people? People love going to Europe. Yeah. You know why? I'm sure there's like, you know, the culture and stuff, but we also love the fact that you can just easily walk around, mm. easily get on a train and go to the next city. And obviously it's not as feasible here because, yeah. you know, we live in a bigger piece of land. Yeah. But like one of the reasons that it's so vibrant and fun mm. is because it's all like a lot of it is walkable. Yeah. Well, Rose, it would be feasible here if they had <laughs> planned properly. Like if, if, if we didn't have idiots saying it's a conspiracy exactly like if calgary had been built even before this big boom and everything else and they'd built an amazing train infrastructure Mm -hmm. they had like everything within the communities like within a 15 minute walk they Mm -hmm. had pedestrianized streets yeah you know all this stuff we could have an extremely amazing city you know what i mean like and we i know and and the thing is so many people go to europe from north america and they do love it and they're like you know what part of the reason like just think I, I think <laughs> about like common sense. it is because I think about like for example like sometimes I occasionally borrow my mom's car like yeah. to drive around and stuff and anytime you're driving somewhere you always have to find parking you have to do it's all this other stuff it is it's annoying yes. whereas if you can easily walk somewhere or take the train it's like or, yeah. or be able to get there easily by doing various other modes of trans- transportation it's amazing like yes. be able to walk like if I could just like walk everywhere which I try to do yes it's so nice. I don't I have to worry about parking. I don't have to worry about anything. I can have a drink if I want. Exactly. I can do like whatever I want to do. 
And the places that you go walking, if people can walk around, there's just more people around. Exactly. Uh, and I know it's so frustrating and it's so frustrating because people are so dumb because <laughs> for example, there's a, there's an area in our city. It's mm-hmm. like quite new. It's a new neighborhood. It's called university district. Yeah. And that area, um, is super popular yeah. because they basically designed this 15 minute city concept Yeah. because basically they have like, you know, there's condos, but like in literally the neighborhood, yeah. there's all of these stores and coffee shops, a grocery store. Yeah. So literally it's like an area, it's a 15 city, minute city concept yeah. and people love it and it's expensive to buy a place there. And any place in our city that has this 15 minute city concept mm. Is more expensive. Like, look. I at, wonder why. Look at all. Look where you where we bought our places. Yes, more like, expensive. Exactly. We chose places that were more expensive because of this concept. Exactly. So we imagine having everywhere. this everywhere. Exactly. Oh my god! Like, what the fuck? shocker? I'm going to say one more thing about this before <laughs> know, we before we move on because we are <laughs> ranting about this a lot, guys. Because it is infuriating. No. But I can guarantee you, and I would put money on it, guys. Again, another speculation here. Yeah. But I could almost put money on it that the people that are um, going against this and, and really against this 15 minute city <laughs> are the same people that would be complaining that the traffic is getting too bad, yep. that they can't find parking, yep. that they can't do all this shit. And I'm like, you know what, bitch, you mm-hmm. wanted this. Mm-hmm. This is the city that you wanted. Deal with it. If yep. we don't have modes of transportation and everybody has to drive to work, guess what? We're going to have traffic jams. Exactly. We're going to have all this other shit. Like you fucking deal with that shit. Ah. <laughs> I'm in a mood. I know. God damn. Okay. So that was that, that idea. Let us know what you guys think yeah. of this concept. Like, yeah. I, clearly I, we have opinions. And, and clearly, like, I just can't believe people are like. I know. I was rolling my eyes so hard. About the terminology, like 15 minute city. And like, I, I don't understand why people have taken that and been like, I cannot leave. You're, you're going to monitor. District. Yeah. Even though they've literally, and they're like, and then even that, even when they say like, no, that's not the plan. Yeah. They're like, how do we trust you? How do we trust you? I'm like, so if they wanted to do that, don't you think they would have done it already? Exactly. Like uh. what, like, what do you think that it's going to change? Yeah. Like, how do you think it's going to change if they could monitor us already? Which I mean, sure. We could argue that they are already doing. Yeah. Yeah. Guaranteed. All these people are on Facebook giving away all their fucking personal information. Well, guys, everyone has a cell phone. Exactly. Like we're already being monitored people. If you're worried about being monitored, don't have a fucking cell phone. Like where do you get this concept that we're not going to be able to leave our fucking cities? What the fuck? These, know, people just... are watching too much Handmaid's Tale. I know. It's so true. Like, it's so stupid. It's so dumb. Oh, God. That oh. was quite the fucking story. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So now we're going to get into a very sad story, which oh I mean, it's an update on the sad story. Okay. Oh God. So we talked about this. Um, the tragic story of the Lindsay Clancy, who was this mother who of three kids, mm-hmm. young children that. Well, there's speculation. Okay. Apparently, some people are doubting. That she had postpartum psychosis. Yeah. So anyway, well, here's 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 my question to you and other people that are watching. Mm-hmm. I know that when there's like some. So basically, if you guys didn't watch the episode or listen to the episode, basically Lindsay Clancy was a mother mother of three and suspected. Uh, sus- so one day she had issues. Yeah. Okay. She's been having some psychological issues. She was getting some treatment and apparently she was over medicated. Yeah. So they were giving her all kinds of medications, which can also fuck up your you know psyche yeah. and. So her husband was actually working from home because uh, of Lindsay's situation. Yeah. And one day her husband went to go get 
takeout Mm -hmm. and he left for 25 minutes and during the time that he had left unfortunately she had basically killed her three children and jumped out of the the second story um house and i think she ended up becoming like paraplegic or something like this okay? okay so anyways that's kind of like what happened on that day yeah so she's going through trial right now and then the prosecution is basically saying that she planned the whole thing mm-hmm. and um i wish i could like i've been reading up on a lot of this but i don't know if i can find a specific article yeah um let's see so the prosecution is basically saying that she planned all of it yeah. and one of their arguments is that normally uh when the husband goes to get like uh i don't know like takeout she sends him or like he goes somewhere that's like five minutes away yeah but then apparently she sent him somewhere like further away yeah like 25 minutes i don't know like somewhere further Mm. that they normally don't go to apparently they've been there before but they don't normally go there okay i feel like that's not a very strong no that's not a strong argument because because like (laughs) again someone could look at my uber eats and be like god this guy loves panagar yeah, but one day, the but random one day, day I yeah. might I might pick to eat something else, guys. That that's actually a weak argument in my case. Like it's different. Like you know, we talked about another case, and I'm just digressing for two seconds. Where yeah. this guy was like googling terms on how to hide a body, and his wife goes missing. Like that's yeah. a little bit more like suspicious, you yeah. know. But me ordering from like a fucking different place than what I normally do. Yeah, like. I know. To that's me, that's weak. not a very strong argument. And apparently she was seen, I don't know if it was earlier that day. Sorry, I can't seem to find a timeline or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, apparently she was seen earlier that day appearing normal yeah. in like, you know, maybe she was picking up something at the store with her kids or something and she was appearing normal. Mm-hmm. And that was another point of argument. But I think like with psychosis, I've heard that you can appear normal like sometimes. 100% and then, you can. And just because you appear normal earlier that day does not mean you can't have a psychotic break later. 100%. So it's like, I don't think that's fair. And also, so my question is, is it always in a case like this, when you have like a, a prosecution, like their job is to like basically take this story and make her the perpetrator. Correct. Well, they they want to get a they they, they want to convict her. Basically, that's her main job. The, the prosecutor's job, from my understanding, guys, is that they're like they're looking out for the victims, right? So they're trying to, you know what right. I mean. So they're trying to they're prosecuting the crime. Sure. So they're looking out for. So the, they have to have someone to blame. Yes. But isn't that a little bit of? Do you see what I'm getting at? Like, I feel like, you know, how we said like this whole court 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 system is important but mm. also sometimes it's like a game yeah where it's like you always have to have like the defense and you always have to have the and again which i understand the reasoning for but sometimes it's frustrating when it's like the prosecution just seems like they're just pulling things out of you know kind of nowhere not nowhere but like yeah. they're kind of pulling pulling at things they're pulling at just strings. to have just to like make a case yeah it's like they're forced to make a case well they build a case right like they also help build. i know the case. but it's like do they actually believe this or are they just building a case well, that's, that's what you'd have anyway, to ask the prosecutor. So yeah, basically <laughs> challenging the defense attorney, Kevin Reddington's description of mm. a woman in the throes of postpartum mental illness and over medication. So that's mm. the defense's argument. Yeah. They're saying she was, you know, going through all this postpartum, which they have a lot of, you know, backup for. Yeah. And again, but anyway, uh, Sprague, which I guess is the prosecutor, uh, district attorney. Is that a prosecutor? I think anyway, mm-hmm. alleged that Clancy planned the attack. Uh, deliberately sending her husband out to run an errand and picking up dinner in order to buy herself time, which also I've heard again, lots of different comments, Mm. people saying that, um, you know, even if you're going through psychosis and like you have these thoughts, apparently you can still plan things. 
even in the state of psychosis. Yeah. So that could also have been it. Like maybe she did plan it. Because mm. like there needs to be some level of planning when you're like, you know, doing this, something like this, right? So obviously she did wait for her husband to leave. Yeah. Because if she was, people are thinking if you're in psychosis, you're just like, going insane and just like mm-hmm. doing crazy shit like right at that moment but well, i don't think that's necessarily how it works no but also it's like it's it's <laughs> it's showing motive no because the thing is when somebody's in a psychosis yeah they can they can they can do things where like for example like if if like like waiting for your husband to leave and everything right. else but like if she's in a psychosis like even though she did that mm-hmm. she's not in her right headspace do you know what that's i mean what like I mean. like she so she, she could have planned it yeah quote unquote in her psychosis because in you know her what psychosis you know what guys like and again i'm not justifying that her actions i'm not trying of to course, like but it's but but like when somebody's in a psychosis it's such an interesting and scary kind of place for them to be first of all and also like they don't really they they there's a disconnect when you're in a psychosis mm-hmm. from like reality mm-hmm. and what you perceive to be reality right so in her def- like in her condition in her mind in her mind there could have been like her kids could have been um coming at her with like weapons and shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, she could have been thinking that and, and it could have happened right when her husband left. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, that she didn't subconsciously wait for him to leave or maybe she did. Maybe she had thought that these people were trying to get her or which are her kids. And she's like, I have to do something, but my husband is here. So I'm going to wait wait till he's gone. So he's safe when I do it. You know, there could be so many different things, but like somebody that's having a psychosis is not in their right headspace regardless. Like, so we can't, I feel like that's not a very good defense Yeah, or a a very good argument on the prosecution. Yeah. I think it's a weak argument to be honest. Anyway, but it's, it's, it's dividing a lot of people actually. It's a lot of people are saying that it's, she is, you know, mm, guilty. Yeah. I think it's cause there's a lot of stigma around this. I around, think so. Like, and I think health. there's also a lot of people, again, I'm not saying I understand the psychosis concept, Yeah, but I think it's so hard when you're not, when you've never experienced it or seen somebody that experiences it exactly. to like understand it. Yeah. And I pray that none of us have to go through it, but like it can happen to anybody. Really? It can. And that's, what's really fucking scary. It's like, it's of course we are immediate thought is to, you know, completely blame the person that did this horrible, horrible thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, what if that was you? What if that was your, you know, like husband or wife or you know like until it happens to someone that you know because i was like one i was like that before right right but until it happens to somebody that you know right you it's hard to under to, to yeah. really get to the depths but when you see or experience something yeah. like that firsthand mm-hmm. it really changes your perception yeah and i'm very much changed now right. where i'm like again i'm not just saying like we should just let people get away with it, whatever but there is something to be said about people that are being in these psychosis and these mental breakdowns where they're actually not themselves. Yeah. They really aren't. Like, they're not their true yeah. person. And I feel like it's important to, you know, like understand this because mm. it's that's how you prevent stuff like this from happening, right? Yeah. Because if we pretend that she didn't have psychosis... I mean, again, we don't know the full details and maybe we'll find out more information. But based on everything that I've heard so far, I mean, I haven't fully gotten like really deep into mm. it, but she hasn't had any... There's no motive, first of all, right? Yeah. Like she was by all means a loving mother, mm. you know, loving wife, you know, all this stuff. There's no motive, which I think is quite an important, you know, thing to know. Like mm. you, you like motive is very important in like a murder trial, for example. Uh, for sure. So there's no real motive. She has no history of violence. She's clearly had a history of mental health issues. Yeah. So I feel like it's kind of, you know, like to me, at least from what I see now, it seems like she was going through some sort of psychosis. Yeah. Um, and I think like in order to prevent 
stuff like this from happening or at least try to like you know because something again something similar to this happened like uh i don't know how many years ago uh this woman named andrea yates or something like this and she also like killed all her kids she had like five kids and like killed all of them while her husband was gone or something like this yeah and um and she was also going through like all kinds of shit Mm. okay but and again, everyone was like blaming her and all that stuff. And I do think partially it is her fault because she also had this like religious, um, she was a little bit of a religious fanatic. And I think like the person that she was following mm. basically said like, you don't need, like, I think he like didn't advise on like taking medications and shit like this. It's okay. like a lot of stuff happened with her where, or she stopped taking medication and then she had more kids, even though it was advised that she doesn't have any more kids. Right, right, right. Cause what happens is when you already have those symptoms, when you have like whatever child, if you have more and, and then it, the symptoms kind of die down, if you have another one, you're much more likely to go through those symptoms again. Right. So anyways, she's in jail. I don't know where she is. She's definitely locked she's up somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> but anyways, this woman's I mean, either way, this woman is going to be locked up, right? Either in a facility where they treat her, which I hope that's yeah. where she goes. Um, but I mean... I, I, I don't think... And again, I don't think... I don't want anyone to take what I, <laughs> what I said out of, out of context right. in the sense that like... I, I think there's something to be said, like if you commit a crime, regardless if you were suffering a psychosis or whatever, you did commit a crime, right? Like she did kill her children. Right. right? Like, you think they, that they should still be punished under the law? Under some some way. Right. right? Like, I think they should be rehabilitated. That's yeah. my personal belief. But yeah. shoot me. if you. <laughs> but like, you know, like there there is there has to be some sort of repercussion, right? Like or not sure. repercussion, but some sort of some imp- sort of reaction yeah. to this. Issue. I'm not I'm not saying that just because somebody has mental health or they can just do whatever the fuck they I want. Mean, uh, no, yeah. of course not. So like I hope nobody thinks that's what you're saying well you know oh. pe- people think people think 15 minute cities means that the government's gonna surveil and surveillance them and they cannot leave their 15 minute walkable area god damn someone's in a well, like what the fuck <laughs> seriously guys i honestly like i i want to have and this is gonna sound really bad guys you want to have faith in humanity i want to have faith in humanity but then this kind of stuff happens humanity makes it very difficult and I, and I get it there's gonna be topics that we are naturally all divided on when they Literally, there, there, there's, there's controversial topics, right? And I get it. There's two sides to the argument. But when it's something like so blatantly, blatantly obvious, and you have people pulling like some weird theories out of the sky, I'm like, okay, like, yeah. I, I just can't with this. I, I, Do you I need a beverage, Daniel. I feel like I need a beer, but I've already hit my limit for this week. So technically, I can't, according to Canadian can Canadian, <laughs> Canadian alcoholic. We've guard, already we've line. already gone over the limit. Dan. Yeah, we have. I'm a, I'm a raging alcoholic according <laughs> according to the Canadian guidelines. So, uh, oh, oh, I love I love an angry Daniel. Let me tell you that it much. does happen from time to time, oh, guys. I love a ranting Daniel. God damn. <laughs> anyway, on that positive note, oh, guys, damn. let us know your thoughts on all of the controversial discussions God, we had a today. Heated one. This today, was guys. a very controversial episode, apparently. Yeah. Um, because apparently walkable cities oh. is a controversy. Do not with me, Rose. <laughs> oh my God. Seriously. I'm going to like lose it. Yeah. So guys, Ugh. let us know your thoughts. If you are watching on YouTube, there is a little comment section. You guys mm-hmm. love that comment section. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so give us some comments. guys. We do read them as you can tell. Yes. So, so uh, <laughs> let us know. Do you think we're a bunch of fat phobic bigots? Or <laughs> that want everyone to be restricted to a 15 minute city yeah. where they're going to be monitored by their government and but they can't leave. Thing. Again, the reason why a lot of us have sedentary lifestyles is because we're just sitting in our cars all day and fighting against having a 15 minute walkable city. Exactly. And you wonder why everyone's obese. Exactly. 
exactly because we're Dutch. Anyway, yeah. We, <laughs> let's not go. That, let's not go down that rabbit hole, we guys. Could talk about this for hours. We really could. Uh, but yes, if you guys enjoyed this episode, mm-hmm. please, if you're watching on YouTube, give this video a big thumbs up. Of course, subscribe to this channel if you mm-hmm. haven't already. Yeah. And of course, make sure you follow us on any podcast platform of your choice. Mm-hmm. Give us a rating, guys. Five, Five stars, stars only. Okay. <laughs> tell your friends. Tell your family. We yeah. need more listeners. We need more love. Okay. We, we got to show some love, guys. I know. Help blow this podcast yeah. up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else, Daniel? Well, if you're not already, guys, check out our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash the savage podcast for lots of exclusive content gonna, and perks. We're going to record a, our um, February exclusive mm-hmm. right after this. We, we sure and are. we're already riled up. Oh, so God damn, sure gonna it'll be, be an interesting heated discussion. Um, but yeah, so check that out. Um, membership starts as little as $3 a month. Yeah. All ad free content, Yee. everything on there. And also, guys... Check out the description or the show notes. Um, we will have links for both those trips that we're doing. Thailand and or Bali. And that's happening in August. Mm-hmm. So guys, feel free to just even just click the link, see what the trips are about. And if it's something you're interested in and you want to come on a trip with me and Rose. Yes. Then sign up, guys. We can, we can have debates in person. Yes. Friends. We can we can over have over multiple beers as we violate the alcohol guidelines. Exactly. <laughs> Eating some freaking delicious oh God, I'm so excited. vegan Thai food and vegan Bali food. So and yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Anyway, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. As Rose mentioned, we are gonna be recording our Patreon exclusive only episode. And we're continuing on the stories, aren't we? Yeah, so apparently we have so many stories this week. So we're actually gonna continue on the stories in mm-hmm. our Patreon exclusive. So make sure you sign up for our Patreon. It is patreon.com slash the savage podcast. So make sure you listen. If you guys want more juicy stories. uh, Yeah. Again, patreon.com slash the savage podcast. The membership is only $3 a month and you get that exclusive content. Thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.